Hello, fellow Dungeon Jedi Masters, Todd Moonbounce here with new show, Galactic Basics. Here joined with Jawa. How are you doing, Jawa? I'm good. How are you, Todd? Doing well. So, we're here with a brand new segment uh, to bring you guys uh, some basics, uh, a primer, if you will, on the Star Wars universe for uh, any tabletop role-playing game out there. This, can, uh, this information hopefully will apply uh, whether you're playing uh, the Star Wars 5e system or the uh, FFG system or any of the older uh, Star Wars tabletop games. Uh, this is essentially going to be a show about um, the basic aspects of Star Wars uh, to help provide DMs a foundation for their own campaign and creating that story. Uh, as a rough example, if you maybe have only seen the movies, the Star Wars movies, uh, and you don't have a strong knowledge of anything past that that's what this series hopefully uh, will help with uh, we're going to start with um, one era kind of work through that era of uh, you know key dates key events throughout that era look at key factions and key groups that are uh, part of that um, planets and systems that play key roles and you know maybe get into some some specifics such as such as starships and whatnot uh, of course, it's it's something that would be very easy for us to just go down the, a rabbit hole. Um, and so the core goal of this show is to provide a jumping off point to DMs out there to um, get a good basis and then do their own research and expand on, on their campaign and story. A few uh, assumptions here uh, for what the show, uh, what we assume here is that obviously uh, you... You are familiar with Star Wars enough, you know, even if you've only seen some of the movies, I think that's uh, enough of a basis there. Um, not, that's not even necessary though, but that certainly helps. Uh, beyond that, you're obviously familiar with tabletop role-playing games, um, whatever system you're, you're using, so you understand how that works and the general concept. As uh, while most of this will be information uh, on the elements of the Star Wars universe, uh, you know, we will touch on things that'll come into play with the tabletop, and it's just going to help, you know, you as a DM understand uh, how to utilize this information. Lastly, I think we'll uh, touch on that, um, you know, the canon versus legends argument, or you know, that continuity. For the most part, in this series, we are going to uh, look at a, a non-canon, a legends slash non-canon continuity over canon. Uh, mostly because, uh, you know, especially with our first era that we'll eventually be getting to, the Old Republic, uh, there isn't a lot of stuff that is truly marked as canon yet. So just to be able to have the most, um, you know, breadth of information available for everyone out there, uh, yeah, that's how we're going to uh, look at it. But of course, if you want to stick to to canon, that's fine, and uh, you just have to kind of pick out here and there what is going to be best for that, and um, I also think that for the most part, the information that we'll provide isn't going to be too specific to one or the other as well. It should hopefully be generic enough that, um, you know, it, it can apply to both both sides of the things. So uh, with that, I think we can kind of get into the, to today's topic uh, after covering what the show is. So uh, today we're going to talk about the uh, the themes of Star Wars. Uh, what are the reoccurring themes? Uh, how are the stories kind of developed? What are the influences of Star Wars? So that if you go to an era that you're not familiar with, um, as long as you're familiar with some of those basics, you can, you know, you can create that story. You don't really need to know anything specific like that. So, uh, Jawa, we can uh, jump into this and, and start that. Uh, a good little starting point, though, 
um, as we uh, start working on our research on our end for this is uh, some basic uh, knowledge or, or things that uh, are, are um, that exist in the universe um, that that regardless of the era or continuity exists. So tell us about some of those basics that you're going to find no matter what in a, in a setting. Right. Uh, so on the basic level, there's just a few things, not too many. Uh, for one, droids are all over. They're essentially just robots. Uh, the main form of currency are called galactic credits uh, and typically, you know, usable anywhere, more or less. Uh, technology is obviously prevalent in Star Wars. There's starships, droids, everything. But throughout the whole series and universe, it's generally pretty stagnant. Uh, things tens of thousands of years in the past could be pretty similar to things in the future. Um, especially thing to note is it's not totally science fiction. Um, another thing is that the force is very prevalent, it's, which we'll dive into a bit later, um, but it's found in all living things throughout the galaxy. Um, humans are often portrayed as the dominant species of Star Wars, although it isn't necessarily true. They're simply the most uh, spread out throughout the galaxy. And with those things, I think that's kind of some key basic points that are worth noting. Yeah, definitely. You know, as long as you have those concepts, uh, you know, as we said, those are going to apply across the board. So uh, that gives you a little bit of a structure as we go forward with the rest of this. So, so we got those ironed out and, um, you know, for those of us that have just, maybe we've just seen the movies or whatnot, I think it's, you know, you, you could recognize or be familiar with, with the themes uh, within those movies, uh, you know, saving the princess or whatever, good guys, bad guys, things like that. But uh, Jawa, expand on it for us, uh, you know, kind of dive into what those themes actually are and, uh, you know, some of the examples uh, of what those are and, you know, that you find throughout the the media of Star Wars. Right. So if you boil it down in the broadest category, Star Wars isn't considered science fiction. Uh, it's not focused on the technology. That's all just a backdrop. It's generally considered a space opera or space fantasy because it's basically your classic fantasy story just in space. Um, and then going a bit deeper, it's at its simplest form, again, about good versus evil, or in Star Wars case, light versus dark, which is most often represented in the Jedi and the Sith, two opposing religions who use a mystical power known as the Force to sort of sway the events of the galaxy in the ways they want it to. Uh, and everyone else is kind of just caught in between. Um, you know, it Star Wars has your classic knights, except they use laser swords. As Todd said, princesses that need saving, and most notably in the original trilogy, it has pure-hearted revolutionaries, for the most part, fighting against tyrannical or tyrannical overlords <laughs> trying to, you know, return democracy and whatnot. Yeah, that's, um, uh, you know, definitely common themes that you see uh, throughout Star Wars itself. Um, and, and those are all basics that, uh, you know, as a DM, you can take those concepts and just, you know, just... Uh, 
massage them and, and change them up a little bit to uh, make them fit your own um, your own way. Just you know, really, you could take any of the stories and you know just change the the names of the people, and you know, really can kind of be your own story. Absolutely, because I think uh, you know within within the tabletop games, um, the story eventually is going to become its own story. Uh, you can set uh, anyone that out out there that is a DM already. Um, I'm sure recognizes us or understands this that uh, you know players have a uh, massive tendency to take uh, your story off the rails, and I think personally that's you know I love that I love uh, you know when when my players do take the little bit that I put together and, and make it their own thing. So you know start with the framework here, these basics, and go from there. So. You know, let's expand on this though, Jawa. So we've got some basic themes of Star Wars, um, but what else is out there? What are some of the influences that uh, Star Wars uh, looks to, or, or just what are in general some other things out there, in other movies, books, etc., that uh, DMs can look to for creating their campaign story? Um, right. Yeah. So um, just a little bit before that, uh, another thing that is worth mentioning, as Todd said, you can take, you know, other stories or expand and it's just naturally going to happen in role-playing games um but you can look at pretty much anything you want right and see it in star wars in some way uh you could even see it as like a wild west type series if you compare your cowboys being characters like han solo and all the bounty hunters uh the wild west itself being the outer rim and the sort of wild or uncivilized people being generally Tuscan Raiders. Um, these are underlying themes that are there. Um, and there is, I mean, there's plenty more. Uh, religion, especially, is one of the main focuses of Star Wars. Uh, the whole series was essentially concept conceptualized around a sort of synthesis of pretty much every religion uh, out there, and it's sort of built into the foundation of the, the universe. Okay, so in addition to uh, religion and all that spirituality and whatnot, another very prominent thing uh, is feudalism. You know, as I sort of briefly touched on earlier, uh, like chivalry, knighthood, paladinism, and other of these sort of older institutes in feudal societies are found all throughout Star Wars, uh, most notably within the Jedi Order with, of course, their Jedi Knights. Um, and like drawing from these things is very useful and very good to know. You know, um, there's sort of a lot of one-to-one -one comparisons. Uh, Luke Skywalker is basically King Arthur, the main protagonist. Obi-Wan and Yoda kind of play the role of Merlin, who's basically a wizard mentor, right? Anakin Skywalker uh, plays the role of Uther Pendragon, the father of uh, King Arthur. And these mirror all throughout the prequels, too. And I haven't looked into the sequels, but I would assume that as well, uh, except Anakin becomes King Arthur. So these are sort of things that can be drawn upon uh, if you go and look back at them. Um, yeah, very nice. I mean, that's that's you know, that's a great example of of a, a very strong, almost direct comparison to something out there. That's you know, if you're familiar with that, you can bring that into your own campaigns. Um, 
Another one, uh, so that's kind of the religious uh, influences. Uh, another one would be uh, cultural influences. There's definitely, you know, I think the the main one that we'll touch on here is the Japanese influences um, is extremely prominent in Star Wars. Uh, you look at, you know, like Darth Vader's helmet is, you know, if if, if anyone's yeah. familiar a little bit with kind of behind the scenes and influences of that uh, and the fighting styles, you know, you see where that comes from. But tell us how things like cultural influences can come into your story and your setting. Yeah, so um, with Japanese influences in particular, in particular, uh, you can see the most direct, as uh, Todd mentioned, you know, Darth Vader, he designed to look sort of like a, a samurai, just futurized. Uh, and the samurai warriors uh, of Japan are basically a parallel to the concept of the Jedi, where they're an elite warrior caste. Uh, who specialize in combat and swordsmanship techniques, and they're charged with protecting their societies. Um, so that alone, there's a lot of cultural uh, draws there, just like uh, from the various religions. But another big one is actually uh, other products that have come out of Japan. In particular, uh, and sorry if I butch this, butcher this, um, but films by Akira Kurosawa had a huge influence on star wars uh from entire like plot lines to particular scenes and even the way a lot of the lightsaber duels in the uh, ot especially are portrayed uh, you know they're very slow uh and graceful and lethal strikes you know very few whereas in the prequels there are a lot of relentless nimble fury kind of more actiony um like a couple examples are uh if you look at one of Akira's films, The Hidden Fortress, it's told from the perspective of two bickering peasants. Uh, and the comparison there is C-3PO and R2-D2. Um, there's also a battle-tested general who assists in leading a rebellion uh, that is led by a princess. Uh, and he engages in a duel with a former rival uh, who he had fought years earlier. And that's, of course, Obi-Wan, um, and there's other examples, you know, another movie, Yojimba, it inspired the Cantina Brawl, Senjuro, its sequel inspired the whole hiding under the floor smuggling trick. Uh, and th there's several other films by him that have been very influential on Star Wars. Um, if you look up his films, I'm sure you could find comparisons all throughout. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, in, in, the point here isn't, you know, go watch all the, the, those films to gain information. Uh, you know, I, I love the examples. Absolutely. I'm, I'm just, you know, kind of learning some of this stuff first time myself here. And, um, you know, it's great to hear that. And, and again, kind of the, you know, drive the point home here. This episode is, is look to what, you know, you know, if you don't know these, these Japanese films, that's okay, but look to what you do know and, and utilize that stuff. That's, you know, that's, it's as simple as that. So, um, you know, let, let's look at a few more examples here of influences and in, in what you can pull from, um, you know, history, uh, both ancient history and, and modern history uh, would be, you know, a, a great example of take real life situations in real life. Um, you know, I did, uh, did a, a little side plot in one of my games for, uh, you know, the party had to save a young Rodian child who fell into a Wampa zoo exhibit. So. You know, that's uh, kind of came from real, real life. It's it's as simple as that. Um, but uh, yeah, so tell us, uh, 
Jawa, what uh, about uh, how we can pull from history for uh, our campaigns? Yeah, so um, it, starting with ancient history, uh, you know, first off, pretty much anything in ancient history can be found somewhere in Star Wars. Um, but the, and as we already talked about previously, you know, the feudal societies for one thing, but uh, in particular, uh, the Roman Empire is one of the most prominent examples. Uh, particularly in the prequels, the Galactic Republic's transformation into the Galactic Empire uh, mirrors that of the Roman Republic transforming into the Roman Empire in the same manner of, you know, conspiracy and manipulation, backstabbing. Uh, and with Coruscant, you know, the capital of the Republic itself, imitating Rome, the, the city, uh, as the capital of the Republic and later the Empire. And there are other imitations like this uh, with locations. Uh, Tatooine, for example, imitates the ancient Middle East and North, Northern Africa uh, as a very ancient uh, and barren desert, which is sparsely populated. Uh, and then even just in architecture, like these are a bit specific details that most people don't notice, but uh, they're very inspired by things like ancient Greece, Rome, and other of the more Mediterranean, uh, you know, societies, uh, particularly on planets like Coruscant or Naboo, the more civilized <laughs> locations of Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what, uh, what can we pull from, uh, you know, looking more at a modern history aspect? Right. So, Modern history is, along with religion, probably the biggest influences on Star Wars. Um, history as recent as 1975 uh, influenced, you know, the original Star Wars movie, which, for those who don't know, came out in 1977. Uh, particularly, you know, it was the Vietnam War, um, with Lucas himself say, stating that Star Wars was really about the Vietnam War, and that was the period where Richard Nixon was trying to run for a second term, which got him, you know, thinking how historically about how do democracies turn into dictatorships? Uh, they aren't always overthrown. Sometimes they're given away. So things like that. And then particularly the, with the Vietnam war, you know, all the guerrilla warfare there is, would be the rebellion uh, with the organized governments being the empire. And, you know, so even just, in terms of the politics and the social and the military ways, Star Wars is influenced by both modern and ancient politics. Um, and, and there's tons of other things, you know, even just going back 30 years to the world wars, um, you know, stormtroopers, very iconic in Star Wars, they share the name with the German stormtroopers of the first and second world wars. Uh, and they're, the Galactic Empires, like their naval uniforms most often, uh, they resemble the German army uniforms of the era. So these things can be drawn from everywhere, and they are, especially even in modern times, and even a lot of terminology, such as Kessel, which is uh, from a famous line on solo states. It's a term that refers to a group of encircled forces, or Hoth being the last name of a German general who served sort of in the icy 
Russian frontiers. So things like this, um, and it goes all throughout, you know, history, and you can draw from this. Um, one of my favorite things to draw from, in particular, is the naval battles. Star Wars uh, space battles are essentially World War One and Two naval battles, but in space. And it's a it's a great influence if you go look up old footage or you know, documentaries especially um, can be great for this kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, lots of good stuff there with those influences. And it's, uh, you know, personally myself, uh, you know, I, I definitely, you know, wasn't aware of all of this, uh, aware of the concepts, but, you know, it's just, it's it's so uh, interesting to to hear those direct correlations for sure. And and then I think once once they're called out, they're super obvious yeah yeah so uh yeah so those are some of the main things the main influences that we see in star wars um you know kind of pushing past maybe going past star wars itself a little bit but uh what might be um as we get close to kind of wrapping things up here but what might be some other things whether in you know in pop culture uh that uh you know dms could reference that would be good for a star wars campaign right so really anything uh, can be good. Um, you can draw, say, for example, from even Lucas's other films, Indiana Jones. You know, you could have, for Raiders of the Lost Ark, you could have a party go to a jungle planet. They sneak into a temple, get some kind of thing. They're ambushed, have to escape, so on and so forth. Or you can look at a lot of, like, old, like, pulp heroes and comics, um, especially, like, Buck Rogers, Flash Gordon, um, DC Comics and, and all that stuff were huge influences and even stuff like The Hobbit, The Lord of the Rings uh, even Star Trek even though it's kind of controversial for two fan bases <laughs> uh, Lucas himself said it was a huge influence in the 60s on him um, and another great one which is quite popular in the sci-fi community is Dune you know they have an insane amount of similarities it's kind of like one-to-one in most ways they have desert planets with the moisture farming based economy spice smugglers obese interstellar antagonists mystical mind control using sect with great influence over galactic politics and more um the author of dune himself actually listed like 40 similarities so using other media uh, whether modern or recent can be a wonderful tool um especially if it's obscure right because not a lot of people are going to know these things or if they do it might not be your players so these can be amazing influences and tools to make your life easier and make your game more rich with content yeah absolutely and kind of touching on that last point you know even if you utilize you know something that people are familiar with um you know, as long as you change things up enough that, and that might, you know, that actually might help too, is if, if it is something that people are familiar with, you know, maybe that helps your players get into the story better. You know, I, I know that personally I've gone into a, a campaign and I knew nothing about the setting or whatnot. And that was a little bit at, at first, uh, you know, a little jarring because it was like, all right, I don't know the world or whatever, but if you start to introduce these concepts that are very familiar, like, oh, okay, I can recognize that. I can, I can relate to that, and then that helps that character potentially, 
you know, role play better and, and things like that. So yeah, you know, all great, uh, great concepts there and things to utilize. Um, you know, I, I suppose kind of in conclusion here, uh, really, as I said a few times, the point is to, you know, look to things that you already know, uh, you know, themes, stories, whatever it is, TV shows, you know, use a, use an episode of, of, uh, you know, Friends or The Simpsons or something, whatever, you know, out there, uh, you know, maybe dating myself with some of those references there. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, you could probably find a concept within some of this stuff and, and throw it into your, your campaign. Anything else to that point to say, uh, to say about that, Jawa? Yeah, no, I was just going to say something you mentioned, you know, being familiar with it. Sometimes that's great for players because it's sort of like, hey, I know that thing and people love that. And uh, again, I just encourage looking at things you love, you know, like even say, look at the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. If you take that, but put it in space, it's the same thing. Yep. And you can do all these things to make such wonderful campaigns and stories for yourself and your players to have a great time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know why I thought of this, uh, maybe a little bit of a Disney connection, but like Aladdin, the movie Aladdin, like yeah. you could, you could re relabel that star Wars all day. And, and, you know, so yeah, just take, uh, take other things that you know out there and, and make them your own for your campaign. So, so yeah, at the end of this, um, going forward, I guess I want to touch on that, you know, this episode, episode one, is is definitely going to be a little bit different than everything going forward. Um, you know, we've we've the concept for this se uh, segment is is kind of a uh, visual and audio um, campaign setting book, if you will. So we're going to provide the information on the setting, which is the Star Wars universe. And we're going to go era by era, and then hopefully, you know, four, five, six uh, episodes in, you'll have enough base information to say all right i'm familiar enough with this era to you know start doing my own thing and then maybe something sticks out and you say all right i want to learn more about that um because that's you know personally as i've uh, gone on my journey as a dm here you know it's like man i just don't know anything about this era like there, where do i start that's the biggest thing is that's the question we want to answer is where do you start hopefully these videos are where you start uh, as you look into things and then you can expand on that and create uh, an amazing, you know, campaign and story for your players. So I guess with that, we can kind of touch on, uh, touch on what we're going into next. So next episode, we're going to get into our first era. I think probably one of the most popular one for um, a tabletop role-playing game for many reasons, uh, but that being the Old Republic. Uh, so we will look at the Old Republic era and dive into, um, we'll probably start uh, with the timeline, uh, key events and dates that happened through the Old Republic uh, to give you guys an idea of you know, what are the key events so that you can look at those and maybe you want to fit your campaign around this event or that event, uh, you know, avoid certain things. Start there uh, with a quick uh, calendar timeline, if you will, and um, go from there, as we said at the top of the episode on factions and, and groups like that uh, that you can bring into your campaign but not so that's uh, gonna be coming up next we are planning on doing this bi-weekly so keep an eye out for that it will be on the Dungeon Jedi Masters YouTube channel I will have a playlist just for this Galactic Basics uh, we will very likely probably throw this down into an audio only format uh, I know a lot of people like that so throw it on the podcast as well and uh, you know, of course uh, if uh, 
you know, check out DungeonJediMasters.com for all of our other content that we put out. Uh, we definitely like to cross-reference across all that, everything we put out. And if you guys have, you know, your own input on uh, today's topic or future topics for this as we go along, we'd love to hear the feedback and uh, see how this helps you and your campaign. Um, you know, Jawa, uh, you've got a couple uh, links and resources that we'll throw into the descriptions as well that I think would be some additional you know, material for today's topic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you're interested in sort of some of the concepts I talked about, um, you can find that in some of the links below uh, and sort of expand. And there's far more than we could ever talk about in a video. Uh, and I, I encourage looking into it if any of it interested you. Yeah, absolutely. All good stuff. Uh, you know, that's the main point. Hopefully this is a starting point and you guys can all take this and run with it. Go down that rabbit hole. The Wikipedia rabbit hole is uh, <laughs> easy to get into. So, but all right. Well, that's it. That's uh, episode one of Galactic Basics. We hope you guys have enjoyed and uh, we look forward to bringing this to you again. Uh, see you next time. May the force be with you. Always.